Hi, and welcome to the MPC Mississippi podcast. I'm Dr. Zanzi McLaurin, the chairperson for Mississippi. I'm Tony McLaurin, vice chairperson for Mississippi. With this podcast, we will have some informative, interactive, and fun conversations. Our podcast goals are to have some power-packed episodes to keep you updated on all things NPC Mississippi, NPC USA, and NPC Worldwide. We will highlight our athletes, local shows, promoters, guests, and sponsors. So let's dive in. Today, we have such a wonderful guest with us, Mr. LaVon Lane, and he has an amazing story to tell us. So I know that we're going to have fun today. Mr. Lane has two, I mean, really good roles with the MPC Mississippi, and he is our athletes rep for the North and the Central region of the state of Mississippi. And he's also our Chief Social Media Administrator. Aren't we excited to have him today, Tony? We are definitely excited to have Mr. Lane with us. I've known Mr. Lane for a minute. We've known each other for a minute. Um, Absolutely awesome, amazing, amazing individual. And I'm so proud of you, sir. And I'm so thankful that you have joined in with us with the NPC being our athletes rep and our chief social media administrator. We we are just so thankful to have you, sir. Absolutely. And LaVon, I just found out some interesting things prior to us starting this podcast. So Do we're tell. Yes, we are going to take. <laughs> so LaVon is so wonderful. So welcome, LaVon. And I want us to begin by you telling us a little bit about who you are, when you started in the sport, what was your first show in Mississippi. I mean, I got that information, but I do want the audience to just learn a little bit more about you. All right. Yes. Uh, my name is LaVon Lane, of course. Um, originally from Chicago, Illinois, um, here in Jackson, Mississippi. I started the sport of bodybuilding in 2010. That was my first show. My first Mississippi show was 2011 and that was the river city classic in Pittsburgh. Oh, 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 I, I, I love that show. my man. first show something in common yes yes that show right there it was i was waiting for vicksburg show and it only let when i started i think i did that show in 2011 and and it was like three years i did it for three years and it was gone mm-hmm. i was like People, when people do shows like that, and then they really like this show and do it consistently, yeah. each show, please cherish that show for that yeah. year, for that moment. Because when it's gone, only thing you have is memories. And mm-hmm. and, and and just the, the vibe, the people, the the promotion. Yes, everything. Just staying in, it's just staying in. At, at the the casino or you know the atmosphere it was so great so i will never forget the river city classic absolutely such great promoters for that show and we miss mm-hmm. that show and hopefully we can bring one back to big <laughs> we shall see well levon staying on that topic what advice can you offer athletes as they are uh preparing and prepping for a show what can you tell them 
So the first thing is we have to understand that the sport of bodybuilding is a judging show. Therefore, we it's a, a show, a sport of optics. And so we have to visually see you. So this is how you win. And with the sport of bodybuilding, um, it starts mentally. How do you see yourself? How do you want to see yourself? And with those things being done, how do you prepare to present a package for the show that you are preparing for? So all that starts mentally, even though it's a physical sport of in the gym, getting prepped up. It's a nutrition uh, sport as well. You got to that's what make you look right at your diet. And so all those elements of, of sport of bodybuilding has to be impacted um, for you to bring a certain package to that show. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are some of the things that you wish you would have known prior to competing that you know now? <laughs> that's a great question. You're uh, looking at that crystal ball now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's the small details of things for with me at that particular time. One of the things was um, me as a bodybuilder, per se, okay. I was just doing so much cardio to meet my weight. Mm. And it was the diet, but my diet wasn't number one on my list. Mm. That's why I messed up mentally. Mm. And that's why I messed up in my prep. And so I was thinking I can eat this. It ain't too bad. You know, but I was trying to do more cardio. I was doing hours of cardio, two hours of cardio a day, wow. and didn't realize I was burning more muscle. Absolutely. And then, and then, so when I present a package on stage, I look flat. Right. And so, so what I've learned was let's decrease the cardio, and let's increase the training, but more so let's stick to the nutrients that goes into my body, very specifically. Absolutely. Well, you know, that kind of leads into my next question. The tips you've talked about your prep leading up to the uh, of competing, but what about that last week of prep? Any special things for that very last week of prep? <laughs> some people call it uh, <laughs> some people call it peak week. Some people call it hell week. Uh, yeah, whatever it is, that package right there is basically it's done. You know, you put in the, the 12, 16, 18, 20 weeks, however you put in that particular week is done. It's like and nothing you can really do. You can't lift more ways to, to get more muscle. You can't do more cardio unless you're going to look flatter. Yep. And so that week right there is basically, okay, this is what I'm presenting on stage. Now it's all about my nutrients to make sure I maintain my package and then present it as the best I possibly can. Absolutely. Yep. Everybody's peak week is different. You know, a, different. a bodybuilder yeah. is different from a classic physique Competitor yes. or a men's physique competitor, specifically bikini and women's physique, everybody's body and what they're prepping for is different. But I so agree with you that you have to stay on task yeah. and let the diet work, work for, for you. you. Oh, man. Tell everybody, key. bodies are made in the kitchen. Kitchen, yes. You yep. Train all day long, but if you do not follow that good meal plan, nutrition plan, what you bring to the stage may not be what you think 
you should have brought. Yep. I'm so excited about you being our new athletes rep. You're going to work very hard with Clark Hennigan, and we're going to have him on as well in the next couple of weeks. But what is your vision as the athletes rep for Mississippi? What do you want to do? Do you see anything new that you'd like to incorporate for the athletes of Mississippi? Absolutely. Uh, there's a few things I would like to do as I'm, I'm growing in this role. I would like to engage more with the Mississippi athletes and allow them to get to know who I am. And, you know, a lot of them I uh, don't know and a lot of them I do know. Right. And so I want to engage with all of them holistically where I can, they know me, they can come to me about anything. So what did you do or who do you recommend or um, I was a part-time at GNC. So those little vitamins help, you know. So yep, yep, anything yep. when it comes to uh, nutrients, supplements, um, anything like that, you can pull me over to the side, and that's why I can dialogue and engage with the athletes. Absolutely. And, I mean, because I, I, I remember me as my first time coming in, and – I thought I knew everything, although I had a coach, I had, uh, a, you know, we have like a team, you know, all of us do teams and stuff. Right. I had a coach, but at that particular time, my body didn't mature like I saw on stage. Mm -hmm. Those who were in the game for about five or 10 or 12 years, somebody. Yep, and that's what I want to do, engage with them and help them grow in the sport, where they can build a, a solid love, an actual love for the sport. Oh, I love that. You, I, I really am so excited to have you because I think you will be, uh, along with Clark, you both are going to come together with such great ideas and to really let the athletes know it's all about them. It's not about us. It's not about LeVon, but it's about the athletes for us to really, you know, build such a great platform for them to, to really compete at all of our shows and that Mississippi, let me tell you, we build champions. This is the place oh, yeah. where champions live, right, Tom? That's correct. Yeah. I've seen you on stage a couple of times, and you look phenomenal. So if you had to pick all the different body parts, all the different body parts, <laughs> what's your favorite body part to train? My favorite body part to train is chest. Uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Typical answer for a guy. Yeah. That's a typical male answer, you know, but uh, but I had to realize as I grew in the sport of bodybuilding, genetically, I love to train shoulders and I saw how my my body began to develop and I began that V taper. And right. so to really round up them shoulders, it, it you have it. That takes time. It takes time. Right. And that's what I started to love is is the develop my shoulders to develop a great V taper. Very and that's what I would tell the athletes, you know, it's about having that hourglass look, no matter the category. Yes. And, you know, absolutely. and so, yeah. Sure. And we could talk about that all day long. I can do a seminar on, <clears throat> you know, what we're looking for in the MPC. And it really is bringing that total package, <coughs> bringing that symmetry, that proportion, that conditioning, you know, walking on stage with that great personality and that charisma. It is from A to Z, and you can't go from yeah. A and skip what? D-E-F? You got to right. do it all the way through. And we have watched you, LaVon, really progress and just see your body change over the last couple of years. And I'm telling you, 
when you walked out on stage and you won what show? Um, I w that was the Battle on the Bluff. Battle on the Bluff. Yes. Yeah, just called it. My coach. My coach show. Yes. Yeah. Chris and Cindy Cotty's yeah. show, Cotty Productions. And yes. what a wonderful show that is. And you did Great. amazing. You looked amazing. So you have wonderful coaches. And let's do talk about that really quickly. What advice can you or would you like to give the athletes about finding that right coach? Because you found your right coach that was good for you. Yeah. So my thing is uh, finding the right coach is, number one, we have to start somewhere. And so somebody got us into the sport, word of talk, or just at the gym or something. And right. so you might see somebody, well, can you, you know, somebody might ask, you know, can you coach me because you've been in the sport? That's fine. No disrespect to anybody who's coaching. Right. All right. Number two is as you grow and in the sport of bodybuilding, sometimes, and this in any sport as well, you don't you don't see change mm. and that that plays a significant part because you supposed to see change every year when you get to that level but you, we have to recognize ourselves like i'm getting the same place you know i live the same i get a critique from the judge you, you all know i'm getting the same critique that needs to be a change somewhere right. and so this is where you the athletes have to search who's 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 out there that that fits me? That 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 can fit my personality. That can fit my genetic structure and and turn it into something that's that's win that's winnable. Oh, and good stuff. And fitting fitting uh, searching for that right coach because there's plenty of coaches that great coaches in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And once you find that coach, you will see change. That first year, you I'm telling you, you will see change. It's going to be different because. All of us are different coaches. We have different coaching styles. And so you see the change. Now, here's the thing. Some people stay with the same coach. Mm -hmm. And I know a couple of people that have been with coaches for years okay. and nothing wrong with that. And if it's work and they still progress in each year, I will stick with their coach. Right. And then my thing, I just don't like to for, for athletes to one year change from this coach to the next coach to yes. the next coach to the next coach. Yeah, because now you can't really learn your body, and, and the coach and that, giving the coach an opportunity right. to learn your body. And such good advice. I have another question for you. Sure, yes, I can talk to you all day long about the sport of bodybuilding. I want you because I have seen you when you were just beginning, as you were progressing. No matter what your placing was, you never ever showed any bad sportsmanship. I want you to really stress to the athletes the importance of good sportsmanship. Absolutely. That that is so important. Um because this is a, this is a sport where it brings us all we have a common goal and this is to allow our bodies, our temples to look its best. Yeah. Regardless of, of the category. And the thing about it is when you have other athletes right next to you that look just like you, somebody has to come in first place. Somebody has to come in last place. And with that being said, I came in last place plenty of times. Mm -hmm. And 
coming in last place helped me get a, a better critique of myself or what I need to do and what they look like. What do they look like? What do they have that I don't have? Right. And so that's the importance of uh, that's the importance of getting that that critique from the judge. I would stress to get a critique from the judges, please, because some things you might not know and your coach might know, but the judges see it. I love it. And so, so to get to your question, uh, the importance of having great sportsmanship is this. They say losing builds character, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, you know, I wouldn't say losing builds character, but losing does, or if you didn't come in first place, it will manifest that character you already have. Mm-hmm. And what winning have, winning will show you what type of character you it took for you to get to that first place. Absolutely. And so if you have that, say, if you came in number two in overalls, mm-hmm. I'm going to congratulate my partner because he worked just as hard as I did. That's right. I'm, and, and matter of fact, it probably, we probably, I probably lost about one point. Absolutely. And the, the whole thing is, is, is the fact that Tonight was just wasn't my night. And you can't get mad at me. I can't get mad at him or her. The fact is, next show, no one gonna beat me. That's the mindset we have to have. I love that. And you're absolutely right. Sportsmanship is all about having that positive mindset, but having that perspective as I'm going to bring my best package to stage. But also knowing that I am there competing against myself. Yes. Yes. But also knowing that someone else wants to win just as bad. Exactly. So as long as I know that I brought my best package, package, I'm still a winner. And that's what I tell all the athletes. No matter what your placing is, you still are a winner. Because there are millions and millions of individuals that will not and cannot do what you're doing to step on stage. Mm, yes. I know you wanted to ask LaVon a question about posing. Okay, LaVon. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to turn and we're going to do a, a rear lat spread. Your mindset, because there's a lot of engagement to do a rear lat spread. Most people just think you turn around and you put your back out, you stick your leg out. But there's a lot of engagement physically and mentally to prepare for that type of pose. How do you get the, the mindset to, to get your back and get your lats and get your hamstrings and your calves, all of that together and, and maintain and, and make it look so easy? What, what, what type of mindset do you have to do that? You're right. Uh, well, first it goes to practice, you know, how often we practice and, and, and pose. And that's where it starts um, right. before you even get on stage. Um, even with my coach, uh, Chris Cardi, um, we'll be outside in 90 degree weather, practicing posing for an hour. <laughs> and it, when it comes to that particular pose, mm-hmm. it starts with the feet, even though it's a back pose. Okay. And so going with the mindset, as you turn to and, and face and your back is facing towards the judge, okay. make sure the feet is, the feet placement is correct where it's, it, it's, how can I put it? It shows your whole entire physique. Some some people pose tight uh-huh. and don't know how to open the lats up. But the feet have to be in the correct place. And 
And as you, you work your way up, you, you got your feet in the right place. Right. You got your hamstrings tight. You have your glutes tight. You have your back ready and your arms ready to flare out and fly away. You know, that's it. where it starts from the bottom to the top. But like I said again, when I spread, you're not going to spread wider than me. You know what? I love love this because you are so humble. Yeah. But I love that you bring such assurance and confidence. Mm -hmm. Confidence, yes. And I've watched you grow and progress. But one thing that I admire about you when you do walk on stage, you know, you have that physique of a bodybuilder, classic physique competitor you can cross over and do both you really can but no matter what division you're doing like i'm looking at it now your smile never leaves and so what can you tell the athletes about bringing that total package of that stage and smiling and being confident in who you are and what you brought to brought to the stage Right, right. That you know what stage presence is everything, and I, I just have to I have to bring this up. Chris Cardi, he's also a judge. You know, people forget that. Um, I've learned once you walk on that stage, judges are looking at you. Them first three to seven seconds, they looking at you and what you bringing, and it's my job to make sure your eyes stay on me mm-hmm. while I'm posing. And that 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 assurance lets me know that I have some type of stage presence that's attractive, and that's about that's the the bodybuilding uh, sculpture of 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 how the body look. It's the the attractiveness of the body, how the muscle flows, and so when you add the additional smile to it, it's not that you're prideful. It's that I'm confident in this package that I'm presenting to you, and I work so hard for out day and night. And I want to make sure that you see that I have the confidence and present the package and this confidence will win. You know, it's, it's not pride. It's it's not nothing about pride. It's about making sure that when I flow through poses, it's Mm -hmm. smooth, it's crisp and your eyes as the judge is right on me and it won't leave. I love that because, you know, Often, I, when I'm giving critiques, because people will come up to Tony and I, and I love that, and I want athletes to ask us any question, and you have hit it on the nail several times in what you've said earlier, getting that critique, mm-hmm. so, important. so important, it will help you on the trajectory of your yes. profession, so it's so important to get that critique, but another thing that you just brought up, is transitions of your posing. So I want you to talk about that, how important that is to make everything flow together. Absolutely. And that's a great question uh, because people, people, a lot of people relax. They Sometimes you get overconfident and they get to relax through the transition of the posing. And that's not good. Remember, the judge's eyes are on you. you know? All the time. All the time. And you don't know which judge's eyes are sticking on you. But the right. point is, I want all the judges' eyes on me. And so, as I'm transitioning through each pose, boom, 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 I want to make sure that I'm not tight, but I'm not loose. I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm not so tight where 
I'm a robot and I'm not so loose that I've just relaxed. Right. I want to make sure it's, it got a rhythm to it. It got a rhythm to the next, you know, it got a rhythm to the next pose. So, and so, yeah, that's, that's the, it's, it's, it's where you're, you're, even though I give you this example, you say relax, that's not a relax. You're not just relaxing. You in a relaxed mode upward. And so yeah. that's the foundation right there of what where we about to go. Because we finna we finna we finna go through some transition. And yeah. so that relaxed yeah. pose sets the whole tone. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so this that leads me to ask you this question. For you to get to that point where you're sure of yourself, you have that confidence. What does it take to get there to really step on stage and know that I'm bringing my best package, I've worked very hard for this, and the key element to that, and I want you to talk about it, so talk about posing and posing and posing. I'll just share this with you. My posing, I did it twice a day, and it was considered my cardio session. So I want you to share with the athletes about really perfecting their transitions, their posing, and the practice to that. You can't just start that out in two weeks before the show. Mm -mm. No, ma'am. Um, posing starts, it starts when you start prep, honestly. It's, it's, it starts, let me see, posing starts uh, during your training session, once you start prep, after the training session, uh, if you go in the steam room or sauna, in the steam room or sauna, um, it starts at home when you wake up and you, and you pose. And it, it's 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 life. It's the life of bodybuilding because this is what I have to present to the judge. And so, if you don't have the posing right, people don't realize you can pose and and pose well to yourself, but don't realize you actually hiding some body parts. You have big people who actually look smaller right. and have smaller people look bigger because of how they expose the entire physique. I love so it's just the consistency of the posing uh, and way I can really expand my whole entire anatomy so the judge can see every single body part. I love that. I love that. And you're, you're right. Practice makes perfect. And the more you do it, you become more consistent. Okay, LaVon, here's a question for you. It's something that we've, we've done in this relatively new, uh, the NPC challenge. And I think it's going exceptionally well with our athletes of Mississippi. And I picked on a couple of guys last week. And uh, <laughs> some of these guys are just beasts. They'll make the whole, oh my goodness. But how do you feel about the, the new challenge that we got going for our athletes in Mississippi and, and the engagement that that's, that's occurring? I love it. You know, you know, I love the challenge because it, it can take us to a, another level beyond our own regular, you know, routine. Right. I, I love that. Another thing is it's, it's a building exercise. We're building and communicating with other athletes yeah. who's not in our same city. Right. And within the, in the same state, but not in the same yeah. city. But that's building a bond where we all in this thing together, you know. That's right. You know, and that's what I love about it. It's like, I'm going to challenge you, but you're on the Gulf Coast and I'm in Jackson. Right. I'm going to challenge you, but you're in Tupelo, you know. And so, but 
it, it builds that that communication bond and that love for the sport and where others can see I'm like oh, get curious maybe i need to try this right. you know and so that's how the sport grow that's exactly how the sport grow yeah. I agree with you yeah. wholeheartedly. And I was so excited that Tony kicked off the challenge. Yeah. Now yeah. I have been really, really telling my girls, where are you? So we got to get our girls engaged. So I have a surprise for them next week that I'm going to do to try to really get the women engaged. So we're going to do something to really get the females involved. And we're almost done, but I do want to say this. Thank you, LaVon, for all that you do. We've had such yes, great conversation tonight. Yes. You've enlightened us, and I know that the athletes are going to adore you. And I know that you have some things that you want to do as well to really engage them and keep yes. them involved. What I do want you to share with them is to remind them when they are getting ready to compete, tag you. Talk about that a little bit. Yes, um, as you know, the show's about to begin, you know, especially, you know, with the COVID issue going on, um, as you begin prep or you might be in prep right now, because I know some shows like I think the Gulf Coast, they have 14 weeks out. Right. Um, yes. In Mississippi, in the NPC Mississippi, we are watching you all and tag us, tag us in your workouts, your posing sessions, even your meal plans, because that's very important as well. Mm -hmm. tag us and you know we're going to get you out we're going to engage with you and also uh and invite us inboxes dm us and you know if you have questions about you know any particular show any particular process uh or anything is anything of that and we're here to help so we can we can get you to the next level um or national level or pro level and also you know people have eyes they are watching you and so that's the thing about building strong communities in these cities of Mississippi within the health, wellness, and fitness and bodybuilding program. So tag us and we'll watch. Absolutely. I love that. Good well, LeVon, thank you so much for being on the MPC Mississippi podcast today. You. you have really been wonderful. So we cannot leave without mentioning our Mississippi shows. We yes. have... Chris and Cindy Caudy, Battle on the Bluff. That show is to be determined. We have Richie and Amanda Stegall, Iron Muscle Championships, May 29th. We have Doug Sellers, Battle yes. on the Gulf Coast, June 12th. We have Gordon and Cindy Weir, Mississippi Championships, July 17th. And last but surely not least, Tim and Judy Gallard, Total Body Championships, August 21st. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the MPC Mississippi Podcast, where all inclusive champions live. Remember that champions are made from something deep inside that stems from a desire, a dream, and a vision. You have to have that skill and will but that will must be stronger than that skill. Keep being the champion that you are designed to be. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. See you next time on the NPC Mississippi Podcast.